Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in, Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN on a very cold Monday. Brian Mazarowski here with you alongside Joe Beamer, who uh, you'll hear from in a little bit. He's in for David Bellavia today, but he was uh, hanging around here. So I said, you know, your, your name's on it, uh, Joe. Why don't you step in here? I'll say hi. For, uh, for a moment. We were both at the Bills game yesterday. Uh, great game, great atmosphere. Uh, I had a blast. How about you? A lot of fun. A lot of fun to be down there, watch them win the division, even though, you know, it was two minutes before the game was over. They actually won it. But uh, it's exciting. Back home on Saturday against the Patriots. And, uh, Brian, you guys were talking about it this morning with Matt and with Sal. Uh, the, the Bills going in are the better team. And it's, uh, it's, it's a really exciting time. I was really impressed with the atmosphere at the game yesterday. I, I thought it was, it, it was a lot of fun, especially as you got toward the end of the game. And there were a lot of things that I didn't think really happened at sporting events anymore because everyone's so distracted. And you go to so many games and different sporting events where so many people aren't even paying attention. How many um, you know highlights do I see? I see it all the time. Uh, soccer is good for this because, and you know, hockey I guess sometimes too because the fans are so close to the action and the goal. So, like, you see this amazing goal get scored, and you can see in the front row, like, somebody looking into their phones, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, missing the entire thing that they paid money to uh, be at. Uh, and that happens so often. But yesterday, I, I felt like I was really impressed at the – you heard, you know, we played the clip a lot this morning. Uh, John Murphy saying, all right, you know, the listen to the crowd. You know, at the end of the game, the backup quarterback comes in. Mitch Trubisky comes in. And at that moment, you know, you get like an eruption yeah. out of the crowd. People are watching. They see him take the field. They know it's a different quarterback. And, you know, whether it's to say, hey, Josh Allen, great season, or to kind of like, you know, hey, this game's over and we're actually going to do it, you know, whatever it is to cause that reaction, to hear that. And it was nice and refreshing to hear. And Trubisky's completed pass. You got you, a big roar. You hear, you know, the roar of the crowd when, Joe, the scoreboard's flipping. And, and, you know, so often I think of just, well, you know, people know before the out-of-town scores are posted, everyone's looking at their phones. Maybe it was because it was so cold that no one wanted to uh, look at their phones <laughs> or something like that. But you know, they'd flash the New England score up on the board when they're cycling through. And, you know, every time that happened, the, the crowd would be into it. You get this roar of the crowd. And it was very cool to see. And then, of course, uh, the final kneel down, and, and you have people excited um, for what happened. And all of it really unprompted. That I think that's what I'm getting to. It, you didn't have to be reminded of these things. 
It was people who were paying attention, people who were, you know, really into the atmosphere. They were locked in. You don't get that a lot at events anymore. No, you don't. And Brian, like you said, you go to a lot of sporting events. People are on their phones. They're they're not paying attention to the game. These are people in the stadium that knew the situation, knew the scenarios, and knew what was what was on the field. And when it finally set in that this is a third seed AFC team, they won the the East Division. It was just nice for those fans to take it all in. And I think that's what people were doing, Brian. They were taking every second of that game in yeah take it in you know give a give it up for the team they won the division title you weren't able to be here last year for it you know it's the first time in a while you've been able to cheer something like this i i I like that of taking it all it was very cool to be in that building um at that point of the season to celebrate something as opposed to you know so many years of just kind of walking out and saying well i'll see you next year hey that was a promising game hopefully we can turn that into something next season yeah Yeah. um but i I was really impressed with the crowd atmosphere and and then joe something you know i have i had the poster on my wall right the goal post being torn down uh back in the early night or i think that was from the 80s it was before i was uh born when they tore down the goal post but i had the picture on my wall uh, everyone's going crazy, and I thought I, I said this before. It's like you know, it's a real shame you can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, you jump on the field, you're you're going to be uh, tackled and tased. The goalpost did come down though. Uh, it, I was <laughs> very. I didn't know they had the capability to do that, and I was surprised to see it happen. So the final gun sounded, and the goalpost on the non-tunnel end immediately goes down. Yep, they're they're squashing it, and I was. So, you know, what really would have made me happy is to see the scene that I didn't get to see, you know, before I was born, of everyone on the field tearing down the goalposts. I mean, that would have been amazing. But I know that's not going to happen. I was just happy that somebody thought that it could happen. Yes. Right? Yes. To take the goalpost down. I didn't think, you know, anything was going to happen. But it made me smile a little bit to say, you know what? They thought enough of us, of us crazy Bills fans to say, uh, you know what, just in case, let's uh, lower these puppies. You know what I'm going <laughs> you know uh, to sure say no, here? Nothing crazy happens. I'm upset that they didn't let fans storm the field, like in college. This is a, 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 this this town is football crazy. That would have been a cool visual. Yeah. I understand why, obviously, but it would have been a cool visual. It, it would have been cool. Um, it, it'll never happen anymore no, in, no. in professional sports, but it, it still would have been very cool to see. But I, I was happy at least that they gave the uh, – the, the uprights they they put them down themselves. I'm and, 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 you know, a little and, homage. And looking at the uh, at the weekend, I'm happy the way things turned out, and it, it makes for a very exciting first round of the playoffs uh, for the Bills. And Brian, as you pointed out, they get the win on Saturday. Things work out. They could have another home game for the AFC Championship. Yeah, could uh, could could be. One, we'll take one thing at a time. Looking forward to Saturday, and uh, you're going to be back in here in what? Back here in about 45 uh, minutes. 45 minutes. A lot of things to talk about, so we'll talk with you then. All right, sounds good. Uh, So Beamer is in for David Bellavia. Today you'll hear him in just about 45 minutes uh, live on WBEM. But you know what? I I want to um, get some of your thoughts on that atmosphere. If you were at the game or you might have noticed that on TV, you heard it on the radio call, I I was really impressed. And I, I love that idea that, you know, listen, give us a little bit of credit, even though I don't want to at times. People pay attention. You don't have to be prompted for every little thing. You know, here's when you cheer. Here's when you do this. Here's when you do that. Uh, I, I thought it was a nice, you know, some organic moments of people realizing the situation and, and you know, cheering and not being buried in their phones or distracted by something else. 
uh, to really enjoy that moment. I thought that was pretty cool yesterday. Uh, so anything you think about, are you excited for Saturday? Are you hopeful um, for a long playoff run? Are you, uh, you know, maybe wondering how you party this time around? It's funny how that conversation changes. I remember uh, five years ago, uh, the team first makes the playoffs for the first time in, you know, forever. And my big question was, what do I do? How do you watch a playoff game? I don't know. Do you have a huge party? Do you try and go? Do do you go out somewhere? Do you, you take it here? I don't know. Does your party for the Bills this year look different than it did last year? You know, did you have COVID concerns last year that this year are, are not uh, an issue anymore? So you're actually getting into the party? Are you going to the game that you didn't get to go to last year? You, you're going to see that atmosphere? That should be pretty fun and exciting. So any of those thoughts, 803-0930, if you want to weigh in throughout the morning, give me a call. Or you can text in on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board throughout the morning here on WBEM. And, and then something else sports-related happened this weekend. With the legalization, I I think it caught a lot of people by surprise late last week when they said, all right, Saturday. You know, we had known it was going to happen for some time. But mobile sports betting, uh, you you can place a wager with real money on a game legally on your phone through an app in the state of New York. And, uh, you know... Didn't really expect it to happen, boom, just like that on Saturday. But all of a sudden, you have, uh, you're being slammed in the face everywhere you look, right, with the ads, I'm sure. I, I was at the game, so I didn't see the TV broadcast. I'd have to imagine it was full of them. Uh, you see, anywhere you log in online, uh, they're tracking you. They know. I, I mean, you're seeing the sports book here, sports book here, uh, free bet here, free bet there. Uh, did you place a bet over the weekend? Are you curious with it a little bit? How do you handle this? I've always thought this was very interesting, uh, the issue of mobile sports betting. And I thought it was interesting because of this. I Normally, uh, you look at a lot of these issues. You know, should we allow this? Should, you know, should New York legalize this or, or that? Alcohol to go, is it a good idea? You know, it just, I'm generally of the mind that, you know, yeah, let it happen. This is America. Within reason, you should pretty much be able to do whatever you want. <laughs> if you want to spend your money one way, go for it. Uh, you know, know the, know the risks, but, you know, we're, you're an adult, maybe. Uh, you know, we trust you to be able to do that kind of stuff. Uh, so within reason, right, just uh, let's go. Be, do what you want. And that's one way, and I feel that way for the most part, about this mobile sports betting. You know, that whole discussion, should it be legal? Should you be allowed to place bets on your phone? You know, I, I think my predominant thought is, why not? Sure, go ahead. It's your money. You can buy a lotto ticket. You can waste money on, uh, y- you know, uh, booze or, or smokes or anything you want. Beanie babies? You know, what's, uh, I mean, tell me, tell me what's uh, worse. On the other hand... I think this one is very different than a lot of things we talk about. And I have always been weird. For some reason, it gets, you know, if we look at the past, say, five years or so, it kind of gets lumped in with a lot of, you know, newer things. 
maybe not necessarily newer, but, you know, things that are, are legalized in the state. And it gets lumped in with a lot. It gets lumped in with Uber and ride sharing. You know, that wasn't that long ago that it was legalized here in New York State. So Uber and ride sharing and marijuana and sports betting, and they all get kind of like, we, we all talk about them as if they're interchangeable. But I definitely don't think they are. Marijuana, you know, to me, just, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Legalize it. You want to smoke weed? Chances are you've been doing it for a while. <laughs> I mean, no, who's stopping you? Who's, who's stopping you from buying, from selling, from doing anything like that? I mean, it's not hard. That decision to legalize, whatever. Uh, ride sharing, why was that not legal before? You know, where's, where's the harm in this? Sports betting happened a couple of years ago. And you could go to, uh, you know, a select number of casinos throughout the state and place your bet. You physically had to be there. You had to take actual, you know, physical dollar bills, money out of your hand, hand it to somebody, fill out a card or, you know, put it into a kiosk, punch all the buttons. And and you had to be there. You had to go back and get your money that way. And I saw no problem. That's, you know, perfect. You're able to gamble any other way. You should be able to do this. It changes a little bit, though, I think, when it's on your phone. It becomes so easy, and it's not thought of the same way as other gambling is, right? I mean, you picture in your mind you have an image of somebody who can spend all day in front of a slot machine, you know, putting uh, nickels or pennies in, or, you know, is at a craps table for hours on end. And you look at that and it's like, oh, wow, that's a, that, that might be a problem gambler. But when you're just talking about a game, like, oh, well, you know, it's just a little bit of uh, money on, on this game. We'll see what happens. I'm watching it anyway. I don't know. Do you talk about it a little bit differently? It doesn't have that same feel or stigma, which I don't know. Does that, uh, that hurt things overall? I think it does. I think it is very easy to now, all of a sudden, this is legal. I mean, you do like a, you know, an age check, age verification, which I'm, I'm sure no one can skirt through. And then all of a sudden, you can just boom, 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 boom. Now spend hundreds of dollars at a tap on these games. And that, to me, is, that sounds way more dangerous than ordering an Uber, or now I can take a drink to go from a bar, or uh, marijuana legalized finally where, you know, the person you're buying it from isn't selling it out of a gym locker. It's a storefront. I I think there's a big difference. Now, that's not to say, (laughs) again, a a tricky situation. Should it be legal? I, I mean, you know, generally speaking, why not? You know, the only person you're well hurting is yourself. You could, I mean, there's people who would argue with that. Say there's some other people you might be hurting uh, at the same time. But is it dangerous? I think it's much more dangerous than some of these other things that we kind of lump it in with. And that's coming from somebody who, hey, over the weekend, I'll raise my hand. Did I download all the apps? Yeah, I did. They're basically giving away free money. Now they're smart. I mean, they're not, they're giving away free money knowing that's all right. You, you put in money. Here's what I did 
I, I put in money into these apps. They give you bets that can't lose. As you know, your introductory to lure you in. And as soon as that hit, I immediately took all the money I put in out. So now what I whatever is in those apps is none of my own money, and that's your betting budget for eternity. And when that runs out, you know, oh, well, maybe a, a special occasion once a year down the line or something like that. But that's that's it. But they know most people are just going to, oh, well, you win, and, and you keep the money in there, and you'll never ever withdraw money, will you? You'll keep it in your account, and you'll keep playing the game because it, it's too addicting. Oh, I got the game on. Oh, I can bet on whoever to score the next goal. Oh, I got the game. Oh, I can, you know, oh, bet on this to win live while it's happening. It is. Uh, I heard a lot of people talking about it over the weekend. Uh, you know, it was at a family function on Saturday. Heard some, you know, hey, what are you doing? Did you download this app? What do you think about this? Uh, at the game on Sunday, people around you in your seats. Oh, you know, I, I bet on this. I put money on him to score. I want Josh Allen to run it in for a touchdown because I have money on it. Were you talking about it over the weekend? Did you hear someone talking about it? What did you think when you heard the conversations? Is it amazing to you now that, and this is an interesting part of this, people talk about their bets. It might be the most freely that people talk about their own money. You know, it's very taboo to ask anybody, you know, oh, how much money do you make? You know, no one's asking you that. Um, but you know, Hey, did you, do you have any money on this game or people will volunteer the information like, Oh yeah, I've got $50 on, you know, whoever to score a touchdown. And that tells you a lot about somebody, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, we've had this conversation. Oh, what's your betting budget? Oh, you know, I maybe, uh, you know, $50 a week. And then I would like drop my phone like $50 a week. Whoa. He's, uh, this guy must be doing all right for himself. You can afford $50 a week. You know, oh, you put $50 on someone to score a touchdown? You don't even know it's going to happen? Oh. You might learn a little uh, something. Or you might think a little uh, bit differently about people. They're doing that. Oh, $50 a week. I don't know if, uh, you know, Joe here knows how to. Spent not, you know, I, wrong name. Joe was in here. He popped up. I'm not talking about Joe, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know if Steve here knows how to uh, uh, do his money all that well. He's just spending all this money. Uh, but what do you think? 803-0930. Have you uh, partaken in the action at all? Do you think it's a good idea? Are you already starting to see how this could be trouble for some people in your life? You can let us know. Give us a text, 803-0930, on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, or give me a call this morning. And anything you like about the atmosphere, I think it's going to be a fun week around Western New York, getting ready to play the Patriots, uh, getting apt. A playoff game, we were saying this last year, it's almost like an extension of the holidays. It's like an extra holiday you have to look forward to on Saturday now. You had Christmas, you had New Year's, you had Hanukkah, you had Kwanzaa, you had whatever you were looking forward to. Now you have the Bills playoff game. You're all getting together and uh, watching it just like you were uh, getting together for some of these other holidays. And I love it. I love that we have this uh, here in Western New York. It's so much fun. I can't believe we were missing out on it all those years. I'd love to have it back here. Uh, someone chiming in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, they just turned your phone into a crack pipe. Uh, you know what? Is if your phone wasn't addicting enough, here's something else to get uh, buried in uh, all along. Uh, 803-0930, join me. Beamass and Beamer here on WBEN. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Joe is uh, in for ba- uh, Bellavia, and uh, he'll be in for David in just about a half hour from right now. But you got me for the next half hour hanging out with you, uh, talking about yesterday, the game. I thought it was a great atmosphere. I love And somebody uh, chimed in. 803-0930 if you want to join us today. 803-0930. Give me a call. Uh, send me a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, someone chimed in about the goalposts. Uh, I said as soon as the uh, it hits zero, those goalposts went down. They brought them down just in case. And I loved it uh, because, you know, in 2022, no one storms the field in professional sports anymore or else you get tased or tackled by somebody. Uh, it just doesn't happen. I wish it did. It doesn't. Uh, it's just not – we don't live in that world anymore. Um, you know, I miss the the scenes. Everyone's got the picture, right, of the old, uh, you know, when it happened. Uh, somebody chimed in who said that they were at the last one, which – I'll choose to believe you because I've heard that from like a billion people in Western New York. I was there. They carried the goalposts out. We sawed it uh, up. I've got it in my attic somewhere. <laughs> I've heard that story so many times, but I'll believe you. Uh, he said, definitely a goalpost day yesterday. I was at the last one. Should have happened. No guts, no glory. I, Joe uh, might have uh, agreed with you. He said, you know, you can, uh, you can go and, uh, and be able to do that. I, I just I just like that they took it down just in case. They were giving the Bills fans credit. Like, you know, we're pretty sure this isn't going to happen in 2022. But, you, you know, these crazy guys in the stands, they're into it. There's enough of them. You never, we'll just take it down right now just to be safe. I did like that, uh, that they thought to do that. But uh, we're talking about that, the atmosphere. Did you like it? Are you excited for Saturday? Are you, are you excited that it's the Patriots? I am. But then also what happened over the weekend. Mobile sports betting is now legal in New York State. 
So you can go on your phone right now. You can bet on a cricket game and, you know, wherever they play cricket. It's going on around the world live. Uh, whatever you want with your own money, spend it like that. Click of a button. Is it a good idea? Do you hear people talking about it this weekend? Are, are you maybe starting to see already some people like, all right, that person's having a good time and that's going to be trouble for that person. <laughs> um, a lot of uh, people chiming in on our Volkswagen Vorch Park text board with this. Someone saying online gambling, not a good idea. We'll never do it. And then this uh, text, which I think gets to the point, right? There's a huge difference on sports betting and mobile sports betting. And this person said, you know, you used to have to seek this out in some way. And then there was a time lag, right? So you'd, like, get the paper. And I've ran shows with people before. I won't name any names. But during the breaks, on the other side of the glass, I'd hear the person on the phone. They'd have the newspaper in front of them looking at the spread, calling in, saying, all right, I'll take, you know, here, here, Yankees, you know, whatever. But you used to have to seek somebody out. You'd place a bet on something that would happen. And then the thing would happen. And then you'd get money or lose money, right? Um, and, and then more recently, and I think there's a big difference, when sports betting became legal in New York State, you still had to make an effort, right? You had to get cash in your hand because it's a, at a casino, you, you only accept cash. You used to have to get that cash in your hand make the effort to travel to where the sports book was, hand over the cash and place your bet and think about it, get the ticket, and then when you wanted your money back, you had to go to that exact same place and get the money back. And it was a little bit harder to you know do anything very quickly unless you were there for an entire day. Now, all on the tip of your finger on your phone... You don't have to do any of it. You could bypass all of that, right? You don't need to go anywhere. You could be sitting on the toilet <laughs> or on your couch, maybe more likely, in front of the TV. Oh, boom, 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 100 bucks. bet on whatever it might be. And you can do it while a game's going on, too. Oh, someone just scored. Oh, I want the next goal here. Next penalty to be on this team. You, know, you can do this instantaneously where you really couldn't do that before. And I do think it brings up an interesting idea, right, of, you know, should something be allowed versus is it a good idea? And I, I think I started off the show kind of saying this, that I'm of the mind. I think a lot of people are of the mind to say, you know, listen, you're – this is America. You err on the side of personal freedom. If the technology exists, if you're able to do it, why shouldn't you be able to do it? We've proven it can work. The bets are fair and square. I, you should, you know, if you should be able to. I don't, just because you're able to doesn't mean it's a good idea, though. And, and is it a good idea for most people? 
I thought it was a pretty happy medium the past couple of years where it's all right, you can bet on sports, but you got to make that little bit of an effort to do it. And that might cut down a little bit. Now, you know, sure, you could still blow your entire paycheck on it, you know, and again, no one's going to stop you. But there is a difference, right, in your your brain when you're spending that money and going somewhere and handing over the dollars versus doing it on your phone. Because when you do it on your phone, it's, it's almost like the money doesn't even exist. A lot of times. It's so easy. Just click, click, and, oh, wait, that was real money I just spent? I, uh, but, you know, what do you think? 803-0930. We'll go to Jason. Jason is in Hamburg. You're on WBEN. Jason, how's it going today? Decent. How are you? Hey, uh, doing well. Sorry about that. What's on your mind? So, first of all, I'd like to say, as adults, you should 100% be able to do it if you want it. But my little story is I never played the lotto except for maybe once or twice a year when there were, you know, big jackpots. But they came out with that app, Jackpocket. I'm literally playing it almost daily or weekly. So I could 100% see that it could become a problem. You just hit a button on your phone and you buy a lotto ticket. It's crazy. It it is it it is easy and you kind of hit on it. It's almost the same idea, right? Instead of having to walk into a store and, you know, a lotto ticket or a scratch-off especially it was very easy. But you did have to go to the counter. You had to have money in your hand, give it to somebody. Now you could be anywhere. Any, it's very easily accessible. And there is a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. You drive by, you see a billboard, it says $50 million, boom. Get on your phone, I buy a ticket. Where before I would never go into a store, pull out cash out of my pocket, and buy a ticket. Now I'm doing it all the time. It's it, it, See where it could become a problem. I Do you think that there is or maybe should be a line on that aspect of, you know, your personal freedom to be able to do something where well, there is a happy medium where, it, listen, this is allowed. You can do it just not on your mobile device. You know what? That, that would be somewhat of a safeguard, you know, is the extra step of maybe sitting down at a laptop. But, you, you know, it goes back to we're all adults. If you can't control yourself, I know they're, you know, they say it doesn't hurt anyone, but it could. It could hurt your family, your wife, your kids, you know, financially. But if you can't control it, then I don't know. It's America. You should be able to do it if you want, I guess. But I, I do think it could be issue. Hey, J- uh, Nathan, thanks a lot. Uh, you sound a lot like me uh, on this issue, right? Uh, it's You should be allowed to do it, but I can see it be a, being a problem. And this goes back to a conversation we were having last week, right? COVID safety protocols in your workplace. You know, I'm of the mind, I don't need, you know, my workplace to say, oh, I'm doing this to keep you safe. This is the same type of thing. Do you need safeguards? You know, do you need the bumpers on the bowling lane, so to speak, when you go through life? A lot of people would say no. I don't, if there ever was a reason for this, and there's a lot of safeguards in society, you can point to any number of things. I mean, this is, you know, way more so in my eyes than the need to to safeguard, you know, marijuana or something like that, or, you know, all these other things that we talk about almost in the same breath. I think this is where a safeguard might be necessary. And I think there is a medium, and we had it, 
over the last two years of, you know, saying something's completely outlawed, which it was in the past, and saying, hey, you can do it whenever you want, as much as you want, which is where we are right now, uh, suddenly, over the weekend. Uh, we'll go to Neil. Neil's in Forestville. Now you're on WBEN. Neil, hope you're having a good Monday. Oh, awesome, especially after that win there. Uh, good morning to you as well. What's on your mind? Well, I think the irony of uh, driving down the road and seeing a sign that says, you know, buy scratch-off tickets to the New York State Lottery, and then on the opposite side of the billboard is a sign that says, uh, do you have a problem gambling? <laughs> I, yeah, I wonder why you would have that problem. Well, it's, it's <laughs> funny. The state tax dollars are paying for advertising the gambling. They're paying for if I have a problem with the gambling. I think it's probably just as bad as smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol as far as, uh, you know, the losses and, and the, uh, the health effects. Where do you stand on this? I mean, what is is there any suitable safeguard that should be in place? Should you just say, listen, if, if you can't handle yourself, learn how to or, or that's your problem. Uh, is there a line somewhere? You have to establish limits with everything you do in life. I mean, a gravity can be probably one of your greatest foes most of the time, just falling down. But if you see the amount of people that have, like, tried to take their lives at the uh, the falls because of gambling problems or, you know, any community basically anywhere that one of these establishments is placed has caused the decline of the community around it. Now, you put this in somebody's phone, it never walks away from them. It never leaves them. I've been getting nonstop advertisements for this football uh, advertisement as soon as New York State opened it up. I and I know a lot of people are right there with you. Hey Neil, thanks for the call. I it is that's another aspect of the phone, right? It follows you wherever you go. It, it might not even be a conscious decision. How, when you download an app, do you make sure to read everything? And, and when you're clicking through, or do you just hit you know accept, accept, accept? And now all of a sudden, wherever you go, you're just walking down the street. You're not even thinking about gambling your own money on a sports game, and then you get, like, a buzz notification. Um, oh, hey, bet on, you know, boost, boost in the odds. Bet on the Sabres tonight. Might not be a smart idea, by the way. Bet on the Sabres tonight to win. You get an odds boost. And you weren't even thinking about it, but because it's on your phone, it, it follows you wherever you go. <laughs> Here we are. It is tough. And, you know, generally I am of the mind of, you know, listen, you, you have to learn how to control yourself. And this is your own life. If you don't want to bet, you don't think you can handle yourself, that's, a, that's on you. That's not on, you know, a government agency to put a safeguard on to save you from yourself. It's your own personal job, Right. Um, on the other hand, if there ever was to be a safeguard, this might be the thing you wanted on. Mike, you're on WBEM. What's going on, Mike? How you doing? Um, I, I just can't help but, uh, you know, to ask myself, you know, what does the state have involved in this? Because let me tell you, I, uh, I used to own a convenience store, and um, I sold New York State Lottery there. And pretty quickly I figured out that the state really owns the biggest casino. And they don't like anyone cutting in on their profits either. And, you know, it's funny when people would come up and they'd say, oh, yeah, you know, here's, you know, my money for the mega millions or whatever it is. They're like, oh, I'm, 
making a donation towards education. I'm like, man, is that how they, they fooled everyone? They, you know, that the profits were going to go towards education, you know, and, and then you look at your school, uh, um, uh, itemized uh, thing for their budget, and you look under state aid, and you never see anything. Oh yeah, New York State lottery profits go to this school, and they give you each school district as to how much they're supposed to make uh, off of the lottery in the, to the penny, and then you call up your school. Where's that uh, couple million dollars from New York State lottery? And they're like, uh, you know, we don't know where it is. Because I've done that. And the answer is is that it goes into the general fund. Mike, unfortunately, you're breaking up a little bit. i got to let you go. Can't uh, hear the rest of your call. Um, You know, I will say this, and we've had this show a few times. uh, The state does give a lot of money to uh, certain school. We heard Buffalo Public School, a billion dollars between state and federal aid. So, you know, they are getting some money. But, uh, you know, what's in it for the state? The state in New York here, they're taxing the profits of these mobile sports books, unlike any other state in the U.S., 50% of the net profit goes back to the state. So they're getting something out of it. You know, it's not a huge moneymaker at the end of the day. And you have to, you know, keep that in mind. You'll, you'll get fooled by numbers that get thrown out easily where somebody will say, oh, you know, X billion dollars in bets, you know, were... Uh, placed, you're thinking, whoa, the state gets half a billion dollars? No, no, no. You know, when people say in bets placed, that doesn't mean profit, and, and then it's half of the profit. So it's not quite as big as you know some of these grandiose numbers. At the same time, there is definitely something in it for New York State. Jackson, you're on WBEN. What's on your mind, Jackson? Hi, um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, we're talking about gambling, but I really think we're missing the bigger picture here. And something that's far worse than sports gambling, which I would see, I would say, is probably NFTs and options trading, especially among younger generations. Um, you see a lot of these so-called influencers now online that are promoting these crazy uh, either puts or calls on different stocks, and they're basically leveraging the mind of a kid from Gen Z, an 18-year-old, to spend their whole life savings on a single stock option where they could lose it all and then some if they put uh, put money on margin. Well, you know, Jackson, I think you're kind of hitting at something else, which is a big... And, you know, when it comes to NFTs and different things like that, I don't think that is as quite, you know, if you're talking about a young kid with a phone in his hand uh, who has money or doesn't to spend on something... I don't see that as quite a, a, well, maybe, you know, it's because I'm not in that generation, but I think most people kind of look at that stuff and say, this is ridiculous to be spending money on. Whereas, you know, gambling on sports, it's kind of a game, you know, and you think you can beat the game. Unless you're that James uh, from Jeopardy, you probably can't. Uh, But, you know, you get to beat the game. I I think what you're hitting on is the problem is the phone, right? It's not – what have we said about all these things? In sports betting, it's fine when you have to go somewhere, you have to take money out, you have to physically be there and physically know, and you can't do it on an instant's notice. 
But when you put it on your phone, now it becomes more of a problem. Stock trading, you know, when you have to maybe do a little bit of research, you have to go to a specific site in front of a computer and, and be somewhere and move money to buy one stock. Maybe while you're doing all that, you're listening to somebody tell you why it's a good or a bad idea. That's one thing. When you put it on your phone, it becomes a little bit more dangerous. And more people lose a bunch of money, which we saw a lot in the last year. NFTs, you know, that's the new thing, right? Art auctions. When you have to put on a tuxedo and go to an auction house and uh, take out your monocle and inspect the uh, brush stroke on a Picasso, you know, that's one thing. When it's on your phone and it follows you everywhere, then it becomes a, a little bit dangerous. A little, I, There's a common denominator in all this. That you're carrying around this computer in your back pocket. That you're under the guise that, oh, well, this is nice because it keeps me in contact with friends and family. No, it doesn't. Sure, you have an app somewhere on your phone where you can actually make a phone call or send a text message. I'm sure that's here somewhere. But most of it is just selling you stuff. You're walking around with a thing that buzzes your butt 24-7, just saying, hey, can you spend some money on this? Can you spend some money on this? Hey, I need a handout. Hey, I need a little bit of cash. We'll give you a, you know, a cool sweatshirt. Buy these shoes. Buy this, you know, this, that, this. Uh, place money here. That is the common denominator. And that's what does change a lot of um, things where, right, in a normal sense, or if you rewound the clock 15 years to when the iPhone first came out, and no one was thinking about all this. And you ask people about sports betting, you know, yeah, whatever. But you're talking about a completely different game than what you're talking about right now. And again, I'm generally for it. I just think it is, it is much more, and we've treated mobile basically the same way as we treated in person. And I just think it is such a different, different game that you're playing here and, and that people should probably be aware of. And I bet a lot of people out there listening have already over the weekend have heard somebody in their life talking about this and saying, eh, this might be a problem sooner than later for that person. You know, how, how much money can you really spend? How much do you think you really know on sports? And all these, you know, they're enticing you with basically guaranteed money. And it does one of two things. One, you know, it, it, kind of sucks you in how can you say no you're being given a free hundred dollars and you really are and if you're smart you take that free hundred dollars and you say thank you very much i'll take this i'll see you later uh but they put it on bets what what was the uh, most popular bet over the weekend it was in the uh, Knicks celtics game in the nba you uh place a bet up to fifty dollars and if either team scores a point you get a uh, hundred dollar return which, again, guaranteed to happen. It's free money. But now what happens? Well, hey, look, I won all this money. I must be good at sports betting. <laughs> Bets aren't like that. Uh, and someone on our text board, 8030930, uh, said they're 34 years old. I treat investing in cryptocurrency and stock equivalent to gambling. You only invest what you're comfortable losing. You know, it's all becoming, you know, it's gambling... You're sitting at the craps table 
but now it's disguised as, oh, well, you're buying Bitcoin, or, oh, you're, you're just buying stock in this company, or, oh, you're just putting a little bit of money on the bills because you believe in them. I don't know. I think it's interesting. And again, yeah, I, I, I think you can be like me, too, and say, I have no problem with this being legal. I just don't know if uh, they really know all the dangers in here. Or I think it should be legal, but I don't think it's a good idea. And you can make that distinction. I think a lot of things should be allowed. I don't think it's a good idea. Anyways, um, Joe Beamer is going to be with you coming up next, and I'll be back tomorrow right here. Beamers and Beamer on WBEN. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.